Hello team, it's Pam here from Alt Marketing School. I have a question for you right now and that is what would happen if you could market to hearts and not brains? What would you think would happen if you knew that you could make the world a better place with positive impact marketing but putting purpose and results first? If you want to find out, then come and join us for the Alt Marketing Certification. Our six-week digital bootcamp for professionals who want to do marketing differently and advance their career along the way. Join me and our six incredible teachers to learn how to advance your career with confidence by applying effective systems and frameworks to the latest trends. The next cohort is coming up soon, so I would love to have you join us. And all you have to do is apply to join at altmarketingschool.com slash learn. Go to altmarketingschool.com slash learn to apply for the next cohort of All Marketing School certification. Hello and welcome to Make an Impact Show, a podcast run by Creative Impact Co. Our mission is to help creatives grow their business, hone their marketing, and share their stories via outstanding content. Team, it's Fab here once again with a solo episode. What is going on? Well, I can tell you, Amy's probably now lying horizontal. Uh, she's actually recovering, I'm sure, from the Creative Impact Conference. However, I'm back. I'm back for you. I'm your host and the founder of Creative Impact Co. And I'm incredibly excited today to let you meet one of our members. First and foremost, I do want to thank everyone that joined us for the conference last week. It was incredible to have hundreds of people join us virtually and actually support us and our speakers and celebrate the winners. If you missed out, you can go to our website, creativeimpact.group. Look at the tab that says events and you can actually click on there to find the replay. You can always go to the show notes as well. Or you can go to creativeimpact.group slash RSVP. And by doing that, you should be able to access the event as well. And you can get the replay. So make sure that you check it out if you missed it live and join hundreds of people that learned how to grow their brand in 2021 and how to consolidify their goals for next year. Now, Z's, as I said, we're going to meet one of our members. I'm incredibly excited to introduce you to Sono today. She is an incredible human being, passionate about nutrition, passionate about helping people owning their own lifestyle and reclaim their time and actually prioritize their health, which I think is so important. And she does it with families, with kids, with women especially. She's incredibly passionate about what she does. She's been a loyal member for now more than a year. And she's generally an incredible beam of light. And I could not be more proud to have her with us because she's truly amazing. So I'm really, really excited to introduce her to her. And if you want to know more about the membership, it, this is one of the last few days. That's where my mind goes blank. Um, yeah, we've got two more days before uh, the collective. Our membership closes for 2020 so I would recommend go and check it out if you don't know what we do with the collective as well what we do is that we bring together conscious creatives entrepreneur and experts with a focus on wellness sustainability empowerment and we help them grow their brand and obviously market themselves online this is what we've been doing for years now and it's kind of our way to build impactful brands together 
So we want to give you the, stru the structure, the focus and the support to grow your brand online. So we want to get you to get the tangible feedback from other members on your efforts and content for each area of your brand. And also we want you to follow our yearly roadmap so that you can focus on implementing your business efficiently so that you can actually give up up to 10 hours this month by getting time to prioritize the zone of genius of your business. If you're interested and you want to hear more about how you can hang out with me, Sono and our fellow members a bit more, check out creativeimpact.group slash collective because membership is closing on Friday, this Friday as in time of recording. And if you want to join us, this is the perfect time to do it. And this is also the last time you're going to get it at the current price. So I would definitely say check it out and join us. We cannot wait to have you there. But before that, let's give it up for the awesome Sono. I'm really excited for you to meet her and for her to share her journey and lessons with you in this short, but sweet and impactful episode of the podcast. Sono, hello, good morning. Thank you so much for being here today. Having me, I'm very excited. Sono is one of our lovely collective members and she's uh, one of our probably one of our seasoned members. I wouldn't say oldest members, but definitely one of our seasoned ones. She's been with us for a long time and it's been lovely to see your growth. Uh, Sono is a food loving nutrition coach and she's hell bent on showing busy women who like herself in a previous incarnation struggle to eat well and live better with ease. So her content, uh, her mission, her offerings are all about helping women, helping families, helping people, just filling and living a healthier and better life. So once again, thank you for being here with me. And thank you for sharing a bit of your journey on making an impact. When do you actually, quick, before we jump in, can you remind me again when you actually graduated? Because I know it wasn't too long ago in the grand scheme of things wasn't so I graduated at the end of last year from Sano which is a school of curry medicine um so I did that I have done some studying in nutrition before that so this was just kind of a continuation but really made helped me to make the leap between hobby and business because it's different it is 100% different and I think that comes back to the first question that I want to ask you which is based on this maybe even what is one of the most important skills that you've developed on this path, especially going into like the full-time business and graduating from Sano as well. This is, this is a strange one because there's so much I've learned along the way. I used to work in the city. I now work for myself doing what I love and I've learned shares. Um, and it would be difficult to pick out one thing, but the one, one, one thing I would say is actually listening. Um, because if you know me, I like to have a good chin around. Um, and I'm so enthusiastic about what I do. It's so, um, it, you know, you're just, I'm just tumbling out with, oh, and you could do this, you could do this, and things like that. But I think now I'm a lot more measured, so I take a step back and I'll listen. So whether that's listening to my audience, whether that's listening to just people generally, because I think sometimes you pick up lots of content ideas in completely unrelated scenarios, and then listening to my clients. Um, and, you know, for me, listening is so key because as a, a nutrition coach, I need to understand what people are going through and how I can help them move forward. Um, and listening is important because like, people come to you and they say, I'd like help with X, Y, and Z. So for instance, they might say, I want help with weight loss, right? But once you actually get chatting to them and under try to understand them better, which I do a lot of because I really want to get to the grips with what, why people are behaving the way, um, way they are, why they're eating a certain way, um, why they're having certain blocks um, in their lives. 
And then it quickly becomes apparent that it's not weight loss that they've come to me for. It's actually things like, you know, they want to look at their body image. They want to feel more confident. It's about their self-worth. It's about health and well-being. Um, And then unpicking all of that. And, you know, I used to be really disillusioned when I used to get people come to me and be like, I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. And I'll be like, no, there's so much more to health than that. Um, There's so much more to food and nutrition than that. Um, so then uh, that would jar me initially, but now I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's one of your goals. Fabulous. But I know there's other things that you're going to want to work on. And really it's a whole package of those things. So listening definitely, definitely, definitely has been for me. Um, it's what really has helped me grow. Um, so yeah, I say listening. Love that. Love that. And we are friends and fellow like talkers in that respect. I know that we're like very chatty. So I think it's so important. And a lot of what you said about it really helped you almost making the space for your clients to then go deeper and tell you more and learn more about them. Maybe this is this question is related to this or maybe something completely different. But what would you say could have been one of the biggest challenges that you faced? And you'll know this because you know me. It's trusting myself more. I'm confident. I'm my gut is very, very strong. Um, I know when something is right and something is not. But coming from a corporate background, you're constantly putting a lid on that because you're like, you know, no, no, no. Emotions, what are those? Tamp down on that. You know, it's, it's like you're kind of having to, like, fit yourself into this box. And I kind of feel like over the last few years, as I've been on my journey towards building my wellness business, it's kind of unpacking that and being like, no, you know what? I've, I've got this. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. But it's trust is trusting that inner voice um, and knowing that actually you can make a go of things in a completely different field, whether you've got children or not, regardless of what's going on in your life. And that for me has been transformative um, because before I knew what my gut was saying, I just ignored it. And now it's like, no, I will not ignore the gut ever, um, you know, now, very much, if someone asks me a question, I won't be fanning around about it like a Libra usually does. I'll be like, no, boom, this is it. And I'll know. Um, and for me, even in the past, in my, um, when I used to work in the city, when I did things by gut, things usually pan out good, you know. But it was reconnecting with that in my business. I've never run a business before. Um, it's in a completely different field to what I used to do. And, you know, you're met, met with skepticism, as in, why the hell would you leave a comfortable city job and go work for yourself and start from scratch. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And this includes friends, family members, work colleagues, um, and be, like, very sceptical. And it was believing that, no, you know, I'm going to follow this through. However it goes, I'll land on my feet. I'll have learned something. I'll be good. So for me, the greatest challenge has been to actually quieten down what everyone else is saying and just go within and be like, no, you've got this girl. And being my biggest cheerleader, which I still struggle with, but I'm getting there and I do trust the inner voice more. So that for me has been completely transformative. And I think it's so important because you said, and you said it, you're getting there because we know that sometimes we will need a pick me up. Some days we will need that external cheerleader, which obviously is up. I'm hope, so hoping that's something that we can try and provide you. I mean, as, as much as possible, because it's nice yeah. to be able to have that as well, uh, to be able to kind of see somebody else and just, and then come back to yourself and be, it's okay for me today not to feel 100% and like to kind of like but also within that you can uh, pay more attention to your achievements and that's kind of what I wanted to ask you as well mm-hmm. obviously you know the more you pay attention to your achievements the more you feel fulfilled and the more you kind of start seeing all the little small things or big things that you've done 
And is there maybe like one of the biggest achievements you can think of, maybe like one of the most recent ones, what is coming up to you that really gave you that little boost that really helped you maybe also during a challenging time? This is a great question, actually, because I think when you're working for yourself, we don't, um, certainly I don't, celebrate the achievements. You just go through it. And then I look back on last year and be like, what did you do again, love? Like, you know, seriously, what did you do? And then I'll sit down at the end of the year and I'm, and I'm doing this religiously now. And I'm going to start doing it quarterly. Well, I'll actually sit there and list, go through my calendar, look at meetings I've had, look at events I've been invited to speak on and things like that. And be like, no, actually, you've done shit loads. <laughs> you've done loads. Why are, you, why are you so down on yourself? But it's, you know, I think as well, when you're building your business, it might not always equate to tons of money coming in. Um, and obviously corporate and the way I've been brought up, it's, you know, thinking about that financial security and, you know, that's coming for me and that's fabulous, but it's understanding that there's so much more to it. Um, for me, I would say, I'm, I, I've got a feeling that my greatest achievements are yet to come in business. Um, I'm certainly hoping so, but for me, it's been the series of little, little achievements that have built up to be, to make me the person I am today, who I'm incredibly proud of and who feels like, she can successfully run her own business. Um, and that's been, there's been loads of things to that. So the first mini achievement would be, um, I was working full time in the city and I just knew something wasn't right. And normally I would have just been like, yeah, just get on with it. But I was like, no, 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 this is not going to happen. My son was at nursery full time, yet I managed to persuade my boss to give me one day off a week for 10 weeks so I could go and study nutrition in practice at least because I just knew that I wanted to do it. And luckily my other half was very, very supportive. I went off and did that aced my coursework, got awarded the best food ever in my final assessment. And that just opened up a whole realm of like self-confidence that was there, but it was really buried under responsibilities and my corporate life, which wasn't fulfilling me at all. Um, So that was step one, because I felt like, yes, girl, you can do something with this. Um, And then the second would be actually having the balls to leave my city job, because it was my comfort zone. I've been working there for over 10 years. It was easy. My colleagues were saying to me, well, why would you do that? Just go part time. And I did for a year Um, or do this or do that. And I was like, but so I did the part time thing. And that was my kind of like, okay, let's see how this goes. But I knew, I mean, the amount of times that nine month period that I was like, I'm going to walk away. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to walk away. I just knew that that feeling of you need to walk away from this, you need to have a guts to do this, it was growing and growing. And all the time I had other people around me, like family, um, saying, no, just check, you know, you'll be fine. Like, you, know, you know what you're doing, you can do it with your eyes closed. But I wasn't living the life I deserved. And I was like, at some point I was deciding, like, no, fix this, I'm not going to do it. And I resigned. And it was the best thing I could have done because although I went into this whole area of expertise, um, expertise and the whole area of um, unexpectedness, and not knowing, you know, really was how things were going to pan out. I didn't care. I just knew that things would be fine. Um, and the last one, it was, it was moving my business from basically this idea of a business and a hobby into an actual business. So that's working with obviously you guys. You guys have been fabulous in supporting my journey. But also, you know, getting coaches, um, you know, paying for coaches, investing in myself and being like, I can't do it all because I don't know business. I know my trade now. Um, I've studied shed loads for it. Um, and that's and I know how to put it into practice. But it's, you know, there are people out there who can help. You can't do everything. And I think as women, we're so, so, and my clients are like this too. They do everything for everyone. But it's finding that time for yourself and developing yourself. Because we've got the raw skills. Sometimes they just need a little bit of finessing. Or sometimes you just need your cheerleaders. Um, that's why I love you guys. Thank you.
<laughs> to be honest, there's something to be said is also it becomes a relationship. Like we have known you now for, I mean, I say we myself, but also Amy and the team, we've known you for a yeah. while. And so it's kind of nice to be able to have those check-ins and see that growth. Because you said, sometimes you forget. And I think it's so important what you mentioned about the smaller achievements and things like that. So now I'm going to ask you a question related to the little kudos. Mm-hmm. Thank you again. I uh, promise I'm not paying so for that. Uh, what have you learned within the community? Is there something that you can think about that for your journey with creative impact? Have you learned or kind of, like, you know, came up to your attention and what would that be? The big thing about creative impact and all of the team members who actually laugh because they're just so helpful. Um, it's just that sense of belonging. I've been part of other groups before. Um, and, I'll, and I'll be completely honest, there are some that are completely full of people from a certain demographic, right? And you don't feel like, where do I fit in here? My narrative doesn't work here. Um, but I feel you guys really provide a space, safe space for everyone. Um, and I, I feel very at home with you guys. And I think for me, it's always it's always that. You know, if I do something silly or I leave advice on something, I don't, I don't feel very silly, like emailing uh, Amy or going onto the, our group and saying, guys what about this you know it's and it's knowing that someone will come back to that and sometimes it's the community members which is even better because they're down on the ground doing the same thing I am and you can learn from that experience and I think that that openness and that um camaraderie I I, I absolutely love that and you know the second thing about you guys is I always feel that you're ahead of the curve um something happens and I'm like oh okay I need to think I, I need to find time to find out more about this and literally you guys will then post something be like okay we just found out about this and this is everything you need to know about and I'm like boom I don't need to go around scavenging for information because it's there and it's from a reliable source that is really important for me because the whole reason I got into nutrition because I didn't was getting fed up of all these things on Instagram social media saying eat this don't eat this do this don't do that and I was like right I need to study nutrition to understand what is actually healthy um so I really value that about um your community and that's why I'm like always you know on it (laughs) It's true. I can I can vouch for that. If you if I'm posting something, the first person to cheer it is Sono, the first person ever. So I'm always like, yay! Uh, but thank you so much for mentioning that because as as somebody who actually hosts that community and brings it together, the biggest thing that you can do is trying to build that uh, feeling of belonging. So it's you know it's good to know that you can feel that too because it means that I'm doing my job and I'm really happy about that. But overall, I want to say what guys you can take from this is that one of my biggest takeaways is that there are so many little things that you can celebrate and little achievements that you can actually look for yourself. And as Sonal said, as you rightfully said, being able to ask for help and not do it all yourself and also being a better listener. These are all small things that we can do on a daily basis to really make a bigger impact and also be a bit happier as well, I think. So my darling, if people want to find out more about you, what would be the best two places or one place for them to go to scout you out and spread the love i would love for people to come and stalk me on instagram i'm nourish food for life um i'm most active on there um i'm quite vocal on there too which and so you'll get my true opinions on things um and i'm also active on facebook and um, again as nourish food for life Thank you so, so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you so much for taking the time. It was lovely to catch up with you as well. That's a bit of a catch up. And guys, I will see you again next week. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check our show notes for more juicy goodness about this episode. If you loved it, please take some time to give us five stars on iTunes. And make sure that you let us know your ha-has and takeaways on Instagram at Co. Also, you can find out more about us 
on our website at creativeimpact.group. 